You are listening to the Inspiring Your Shine podcast. Hello and welcome to Inspiring Your Shine. This is Rebecca and I help to empower aspiring entrepreneurs to arise, shine, and prosper online. And I do this through brand development and social selling strategies. So today I want to specifically talk to you mompreneurs out there, you aspiring mompreneurs who you are a mom and you don't want to sacrifice that, but you want and have a desire in your heart to create something that helps other people, that creates some income for you to give your family more choices. So that is what we're going to be covering today. Because the thing is, is that you are a mom first. But maybe you are like me and you've always had that entrepreneurial spirit. Even from the time maybe you were in high school, you were the one that was always taking those opportunities. It could have even been as young as, you know, elementary and you're doing your lemonade stands or finding creative ways to create income. And so, yes, you are a mom and you are a mom and a family first, but you also really do have that desire and that entrepreneur inside of you that wants to come out. And I am here to help guide you along the way. So I want to just share with you some ideas about how you can get started as an entrepreneur and why online business is the way that you should consider. And I'm going to give you lots of reasons why online works so well. So maybe you have always been passionate about business, about helping other people. You know that you want more. You want to make a difference in this world. At the end of your days, even though, yes, being a mom is so important, being a wife and your family, that is the most important things that you cherish, but you also really would love to create something that could create those profits, that could make a difference in the world. And possibly you haven't ever tried getting started because first of all, you don't really know where to start and I'm here to help you with that. But also you worry about not having enough time to balance being an entrepreneur with being a mom, which the combination of being an entrepreneur and a mom is called a mompreneur. And mompreneur is kind of a new word, but it is the word that you can use to describe balancing the roles of being a mom and being an entrepreneur. And I have been a mompreneur for over 20 years. So I think that I have enough of experience to help you to learn how to do this yourself. So I found this statistic and I thought it was really interesting. First of all, that the number of women-owned business has risen by 17%. And that was back in 2017. So now that we're in 2000, almost 21, and we have just went through the whole COVID thing, then we know that everybody is making a shift online. So now is your time. And when interviewed, 33% of women entrepreneurs say that they are 10 out of 10 happy every single day. So this is a a way for you to have a more fulfilling life because you can do your mom thing and you can have that fulfill you, but then you also can create something that can absolutely fulfill you in so many different ways that we're going to be talking about. So this is why mompreneurs are already, or people that are moms are the best people to become obviously successful entrepreneurs is because mompreneurs know that being a mom is not just a job, but it's very emotionally taxing and it can change day to day what is needed and what needs to be done. So a lot like running a successful business, you have to be very capable of switching gears and moms are so good at that. So they make the best entrepreneurs. So one of the things 
that helps mompreneurs is that they deal every single day with uncertainty. And when you're building a business, uncertainty is a thing. So you have to know how to deal with that and know that you can have a plan, but things aren't always going to go according to plan. And you have to be able to be flexible and shift and move as needed. And also moms are really good at multitasking. And now we know that we can't do anything well when we're dividing our attention between everything, but you are good at multitasking in that you can get a lot of different multiple things done throughout your day that you're not just cleaning. You're not just taking care of the kids. You're not just handling everybody's schedules and the groceries and the meals. You're doing it all. And that's exactly the type of thing that you need, the characteristic that you need to be successful in business. And you are juggling those finances and you're being creative to figure out how to get something paid for when you've now had this bill come up. And so you have solved those problems, I'm sure, in the past financially and sometimes in business. We have financial decisions that we have to get a little creative with. And then I was thinking that you know how to get what is needed at the time that it's needed. If your child needs something and you have to figure it out, you are a creative problem solver. And that is a very awesome thing for you to be a successful entrepreneur. And moms are leaders. Moms and fathers, they become leaders and they are mentoring these children and you have to grow and have a growth mindset to be a good mom. And so therefore, you are already qualified to be a business owner. So I wanted to like assure you that you may feel like I'm just a mom right now. I've never done anything, but I'm here to help you to change that. And you have everything that you need to get started. So let's talk about why building an online business is going to be the best choice for you rather than some kind of a brick and mortar or even a career or a job. Why is an online business the best choice for you as a mompreneur? And that is because, first of all, I know that you want to make money to help your family, but you also want to make a difference. And you want to include your passions, right? You want to do something that you enjoy, that you feel like you are good at, and that you're empowered to do. And you want to own your life. You want to control your time and you want to control your income potential, and on online, I'm going to show you how that's possible. And maybe opportunity has already knocked. Maybe you've already been presented with an opportunity and you've been nervous to choose that door and open it and go through it and figure it out because you don't want to sacrifice your family. But when it comes to all the things I'm going to talk about today with online business, you don't have to make a choice between your family and you being successful and being an, a mompreneur. You can do it both. And maybe it's just that you're just simply ready for more. Maybe in your soul, you've been asking and crying out to God for more, that you love being a mother, but you know that there is more. And so if that sounds like you, if you've been crying out for more, if you want to make money, you want to make a difference, you want to do things that you enjoy, you want to control your own life and time and your own income potential, then listen in because this is what is for you. So let's get into the five reasons online is the way to go. First of all, you can put your family first when you do your business online. You can do both and it is going to enhance your life and not take away from your life. 
Now, is it going to take some intention and effort? Yes, but you can completely do that because you don't have to compromise being a mom in order to fulfill your God-given purpose. So what we're going to be tapping into is thinking about building an online business that starts with your purpose first and foremost. Now, obviously you were purposed to be a mom because you are, but you also have a purpose to give and shine light into the world. And so I want to help you uncover that. The next thing is the next reason that online is the way to go is you can control the people that you work with. And so the way that that works is if you own a brick and mortar or a physical location, you have zero control over who walks through those doors and who your customers are. But when you're building something online, you can specifically put things out that are going to attract people that you know that you want to work with. And you can even do things like discovery calls with people to weed out people that you don't want to work with. So it gives you so much control on the people that you work with. Next, you can leverage your time. First of all, you can work on your terms when you want, where you want, and how you want. But you also have the ability to build passive income streams online. And that is not something you can do in a physical location or at a job. And when you, you get to choose when you work. So you can work when your kids are sleeping. You can get up a little early in the morning and get some work done before they wake up. Or you could do it at nap time and train them to take a longer nap so you can have some time to work. Or you can stay up a little late and work into the evening. Or you could hire a little bit of help to give you a window through the day where your kids are having fun and doing something cool and you get to then focus on building your empire. The other thing that I always teach about leveraging your time is we really will take as much time as we have and we can fill our day with just poking around and doing nothing. But if you start to be really intentional and you can create something what I like to call a tiger time that I learned from Amy Porterfield and what a tiger time is, is a very fiercely protected block of time throughout your day and week that you will know that you're going to be working on producing income in your business and you fiercely protect that time. So whatever is the income producing thing in your business that you create, you have your tiger time and you then can figure out whether it is boundaries. If you have some older kids, maybe you just need to have some boundaries, give them a special toy to play with. You can set out a tiger and say, this is my tiger time. You better not disturb me or you will be in trouble. Or you can hire help so that you can put time and attention to your tiger time. You plan ahead and you you don't work on your business unprepared. You prepare in your off time while your kids are around playing. You can prepare and then you sit down to work during your tiger time un- un- uninterrupted. So the next thing is income. So this is what's really exciting. When you're working online, you can make a six figure and beyond income. I could give you a list of hundreds of people that I personally have known of that are doing that. And And unfortunately, if you work for a corporation and they pay you six figures, they own you. They completely own you and you're probably gone a lot from your family. So it is so important for you to understand the beauty of online business and how much money you can make if you just put your head down and you start working. You follow the path that I'm going to help lay out for you. 
Next is you can create that passive income. You can create passive income streams. I personally can create a course, sell that course, and then I don't even have to be present for people to be buying that. Everything is automated, and so I can make money passively through my course. And I'm gonna be sharing with you some of the different ways that you can make passive income here in just a second. But the most important thing is that you can create income doing what you love to do, things that light you on fire. So no longer is it a drudgery to do the things that you need to do to create an income. Like right now, maybe it's been a job or in the past, but now you can do things that you absolutely love, that you enjoy, that you don't even want to stop working. And it's not a drudgery anymore to create income. And the best part is, is that you can create income helping people online. So if you have a helping spirit and you have spent tons and tons of time volunteering your time because you just want to help and give back, well, I want to introduce you to the world of helping people and getting paid for it. And it's not at all selfish. You'll see. Just keep following me. I'm going to be talking all about this over this next year. And the last reason why online is best for you to build your business is because it gives you choices. It gives you choices and freedom because you can do it on your terms. And if you are doing something and it's boring you, now I don't suggest that you just up and change everything, you know, all the time because you're going to confuse your audience. But what's really cool is if you are building things from what I'm going to show you from your purpose and your powers and things that you enjoy, then you can do something and pick something. And let's say it's not working or not enjoying it and you can pivot. So me, for example, I first started out as a coach, just coaching people one-on-one. Then I shifted to group coaching and then I shifted to course creation And I'm a podcaster. And so I have gotten to shift and change the things that I'm doing and how I'm doing things. And I don't have to ask anyone for permission. I can change. And if I do have a customer that it's not resonating with, then it's fine because I'm going to attract other people that it will resonate with. And I still get to do it on my terms. And again, you get to choose who you work with. So you never have to work with people that you don't enjoy. You don't have to be stuck with coworkers that you absolutely hate and have to tolerate. You get to choose and you can do things that are creative and that you enjoy and that light you on fire and make you happy. And every day can feel different. It doesn't have to feel mundane and boring. Because you can easily switch up what you are doing. You can add more of what you love. You can lean into the things that you love. You can let go of the things that you don't like. And it's perfectly okay. So now let's switch gears a little bit. And I want to share with you the best way to decide what your business could be. And what you want to start with is really thinking about what you are purposed to do and what you are good at and what you are powerful in. Not just what you've built skills in. Maybe the job that you've had is just in a skill zone and it's not really your passions. It just was putting food on the table. And the experiences that you've had may not really align with who you actually are. My calling in the world is to help people to understand how they're knitted together so they can align and live on purpose. So everything I do is built on that. So later on, I'm going to be telling you about my Social Profits Lab course and the way that I have built that. It is all built around 
creating a brand identity that is based on your power and purpose, creating influence based on your power and purpose, and then being able to leverage that into a prosperous business and create income. So when you're trying to figure out your power and purpose, if you've never done any of this work, the first thing that you want to do is you want to think about what you're good at. What are you naturally good at? And a great way to know is is what you're good at is what just comes so naturally to you and you enjoy it. But next is what do other people ask you for help with? Because those are huge keys. If you enjoy it and other people are always asking you for help with it, then that shows that they see that you're good at that. And just if you think about it, what are you an expert in? What do you know that you have, you're so good at it? Maybe you're good at organizing. Maybe you're good at style. Maybe you're an expert at art. Maybe you're an expert at dealing with people. So you kind of have to think about what are you an expert in? And then after you kind of ask yourself those questions, then I want you to ask yourself, what is your experience or education that you have that you can leverage? Now, the reason why I want you to ask the other questions first before you ask yourself about your experience and education is sometimes we go down the wrong road and we build skills and things that we don't enjoy that we're not good at. Yes, we become skilled at them. We can be skilled at anything. If you just do it over and over long enough, you will become skilled in it. That doesn't mean you love it. You have an opportunity to create a business that you will love. So you want to base it on things that you love, what you're good at, what other people ask you for help with that kind of shows that they think you're good at it too. What you are an expert in definitely shows usually something you're really good at because you become an expert and put hours into things that you absolutely love generally. And of course, you want to make sure that you are asking yourself what you are passionate about. What? Are you so passionate about? You love to learn it. You love, you're interested in it. If somebody's having a conversation about it, you can't not involve yourself. It's something that you love to learn. If there was a magazine that said something about that topic, you would have to grab it and take a peek because you just love that topic so much. No matter how random it is, think about it, write it down. And what have you overcome? This is a harder one for people, but this can be the key to what you have to offer the world. Unfortunately, what we have to overcome and endure, many times that is what builds our character and God uses for good. And so what have you had to overcome? Where has there been pain in your life that you've had to move forward from that now you know that you're past it and you think that you could help other people to get past it too. And so if you really looked at those different areas of what you're good at, what other people say you're good at, what you're an expert in, what you're passionate about, and what you have overcome, those areas are going to be huge for you in thinking about what kind of a business that you can create. Now, the next thing after that that I want you to ask yourself after you've kind of really jotted down what you think those are is, I want you to ask yourself, where is there a need? When it comes to all the things that you've now put down, can you identify where there might be a need of something that you can create where you can help solve a problem and help serve the world and help other people? Where is the need that connects with what you offer the world? Now that is your foundation. 
for any business, I believe that is the key to your success is having that foundation and starting from there. Never try to create a business just to make money. Don't get into a network marketing company just because you see it as a great opportunity. You have to connect with it. You have to connect with what it is that you are doing on a daily basis at a heart level or it's not going to work long term. You're going to get bored and even if you're making money at it, you're going to resent it. I promise you. It happens. It has happened to me. So now that you have your foundation and and then what you want to do is you want to really start thinking about doing a little bit of research Because if you have an idea of something that you think that you can go and and you don't have to know exactly all the details yet, but you know that you've identified some kind of a need or a problem that you might be able to solve, then what you can do is go and do some research online. Because the worst thing that most people will do is they will try to create a business that nobody has ever created anything like it before. And if there is not any evidence out there I'm not saying that it won't work, but it's not going to be a fast win. So sometimes there are innovators and they've come up with something completely original. But if nobody else has a proven business model showing that that problem needs to be solved and they've made money doing it, then that's probably not where you want to start at least. Put it on the back burner and once you get some influence, then you could maybe be the one that enters that into the world. But you want to start with something that already has a proven track record. That's very important. So now what I want to share with you is some ideas. Now that you have, you know, you've been told that you want to build the foundation on your purpose and your passions and what you are powerful in and maybe your pains, then now you want to shift gears and think about these suggestions that I have for you and see what is really perking your interest. So here are some ideas of different types of online businesses that people have created so that you can have an idea of what yours might look like. So think of these as a category that you might be in. And let's see, there are there are seven categories that I have identified in these different online niches that you could get into. So the first one is some kind of consulting. And that just means that you are giving some kind of expert advice in the way that you are already really good at something. It comes very natural to you. Maybe you have experience in it. So you can go and be a consultant and give that advice to help other people to do it faster. So you are laying out a blueprint for other people. Maybe it's some kind of a strategy or a process. And I can consider myself a consultant or a mentor in branding because I can help somebody build a brand and develop a brand from complete scratch. And I have a process to help them to do that. So I would then be consulting somebody on how to build a brand. Or I have a client that I have helped and she has created a system for how to give widows a positivity and help them to restart their lives after they have lost their husbands. Or maybe it's somebody that I've recently started working with and she helps people to heal after they have lost an infant and to move forward from that, to forgive themselves and to help them to look at life anew and get out of the sadness. And so it can be very different, but basically in that consulting role, in that category, you are helping somebody 
because you're an expert in it because of experience and because of who you are, how you're knitted together by God. And now you get to help give them a blueprint to help them to achieve an end result. Next is something creative. So maybe you are a true creative. I have a friend that has built a business and a course on Bible journaling, and she makes great money doing that. Or maybe you're a photographer and you can find different ways to leverage your photography and create income that way. Graphic design. Maybe you can create logos or you can help create website design. Or maybe you really love to decorate and you want to do home design of some sort. You can do all of this by leveraging your online. Maybe styling. It could be something creative like using video or some kind of media to be creative or to teach that way. My daughter is doing a lot of different video and being really creative, teaching people how to be evangelists. So there's so many different really cool things that you can do. You just have to put on your thinking cap. I put travel advisor under creative because maybe you are somebody who loves to travel. So then you can take those photos that you've created or the research that you've done and you can put it into some kind of a package to creatively help other people to have that knowledge as well. Or you could be a VA. So maybe you're just really good at supporting other people and helping get stuff done and you're an introvert and you just love to be at home and just working behind your computer and left alone. You might be an incredible VA. VAs can do editing. They can do writing. They can do social media. I have a referral for you that I can put a link in the the notes and it's for 90 Day VA. My daughter actually went through It's phenomenal. Or maybe you're a technical person, you're a detail person. So maybe you would love to help people with their SEO, which is search engine optimization and doing a bunch of keyword research and things like, and tedious things that some other people may hate, you may love. Website design can be very tedious, but you might love it. So also I put under the technical some, maybe you're like amazing at a particular platform. You know how to work LinkedIn. You know how to work Facebook. You know how to work IG. Any of those, you just become a master at it. You could then teach those technical things in a simpler way to other people. Video media, how to teach people how to use a camera. That could be something technical that you can teach. So the next category is coaching. And so I started out as a coach. I didn't really like the name coach, so I called myself a mentor, but basically doing the same thing. So you can be a, a business coach, a life coach, a personal coach. You can be a leadership coach, health coach, productivity coach, writing coach, social media coach, personal growth coach, an EQ coach, which is emotional intelligence. I know somebody that does that, or a performance coach. So many different areas of coaching. And that is absolutely done online these days. And you could also create some kind of an online community. So the girl that I told you does Bible journaling, she actually has a paid community where she goes in and she teaches people different ideas and ways to continue learning and growing in the Bible journaling. And she gets paid every single month. I also know somebody who is um, Jasmine Starr who does Social Curator and in Social Curator, she provides social media content and photos and training for social media and she charges a monthly fee. I'm part of her community. And you can also do some kind of business development where you can have a community where you teach them how to be successful at your 
expertise. Or maybe it's something that has to do with a hobby, like my friend who is the Bible journaler. She started out just doing it as a hobby, and she got really, really good at it, and people started asking her how. So then she learned how to leverage it and make money at it. What kind of a hobby are you good at? Is it gardening? Is it some kind of art or woodwork? I mean, my husband, they just recently got into uh, RC scale cars, and they're going to buy a 3D printer, and they're going to create accessories that go on these RC cars and that all can be done with online orders. So they're essentially taking a hobby and making it profitable. So anything that you're really good at, that you love, you could create some kind of an online community and you can charge people to be a part of that community. And it could be as little as $10 a month, but $10 a month, you get a thousand people in there over time. That's a lot of money. So you would love that income. And so then the last one is leveraging other people's platforms. So MLM or network marketing would fall under this. And of course, we know there's tons and tons of things to choose from there. But you can also just be an affiliate for other people. So if you're really good, if you have a great network and you are really good at referring people and promoting things, then you can make a lot of money as an affiliate for those things. So for instance, I uh, have tried different things with style online. Well, I can't even think of their names right now, but the different style boxes that they send you that. And if you refer to other people, then, and they order, then you would get, you know, $10 off your next order or whatever. So I'm not saying that being an affiliate always makes tons of money, but if you really get in a good niche, I know people that they have made $60,000 a year off referring butcher box. I know Amy Porterfield has talked about how much money she gets from referring Kajabi, like hundreds of thousands of dollars in affiliate income every single year. So it is absolutely amazing affiliate income and being a influencer online if that is your thing you can absolutely sell other people's things and people come to you as a respected source and then you are going to make a commission on those things you can also do that through amazon amazon lets you set up a store and if you have you have to apply for it and build up to it if you're just starting out but amazon you just fill your store with things and people come and you get a commission on everything that you're doing it's absolutely amazing so now that I've shared those different things with you, I've shown shown you some um, business ideas. I've talked to you about how you want to create your foundation based on your purpose and your passions. And I've shared with you why you as a mom are already qualified to be a mompreneur. Now I want to just address the elephant in the room. And that is that it's not easy to start and to know what to do first. It can be really confusing and it's hard to know what to do to get started. And that is where I come in and I'm really going to be providing you for free even a lot of different tools for you to be able to start your own business. But in addition to the tools, I, I will have paid offerings for you to invest in for you to get exactly what you need to get started. But there's one more thing before you have to know all the things of what you need to do. In order for you to get started, you really need to get clear on your ideal customer. Your ideal customer, you need to know and get to know those problems that you solve. You need to match up what it is that you have to offer the world with a person that you can serve. 
And so you have to get to know your ideal customer. So I am making available to you a free download that walks you through every step that you need to create your ideal customer today so that you can start matching up what you offer with someone that you can serve. And why that's important is when you first start your business, the first step for you starting after you get clear on your foundation of your purpose and your powers and your passions, and then you kind of think about what kind of a business you could potentially create, and you want to know that ideal client because you want to know that ideal client so you can start thinking about in your circle of friends and family and people you already know and are connected to, who can you help? And then you want to start having conversations with those people so that you can really start dialing in what type of a product or service you could create to help them and to help them move forward. And a lot of times these people become your beta testers and it's always good to do a beta, meaning you do something for free for a while to learn yourself and to get your stuff nailed down. So knowing your ideal customer, you're going to really learn and understand where they really are struggling, what they really need to help them. You're also going to learn what motivates them and what makes them take action. And so working with people that you already know is a really great place to start, but you do that sheet, the ideal customer sheet, then you can start thinking about people, fictitious person that you're making up that you know that you're looking for and you can help. And you can start then creating content that is going to draw them to you. So I like to call that doors for them to find you. You want to create doors for them to find you. And so that can be done through social posts, of course, because if you share a social post and you are really addressing a specific problem that you're looking to solve, and even if it's a friend or family member that doesn't necessarily have that problem, but they have somebody and know someone who does, then they're going to refer you because they're already connected to you and trust you. So social posts can be a really great way to do that. But also you want to just think about different ways that you can create content in general that is going to create those doors for those people to walk in to find you. So it can be done through social posts, but you also can create downloads. So let's say you create a checklist or you create a guide or you create a blueprint of some sort that that person, it can help them right now today, but it also starts showcasing you as an expert and a go-to resource for them in that problem that they need to solve. You also can create things from Pinterest or YouTube, or you could create a Facebook group, or you could have a podcast like I have. And these are all different ways and avenues to reach people, to create doors for people to walk through to find you. Because you don't have a physical location, you need lots and lots of doors for people to walk through. But there is a way to create these things where it's not going to suck all your time and make you feel overwhelmed. And again, that's where I come in. And I want to just remind you that online is your best decision to be a mom and an entrepreneur to pursue the mompreneur lifestyle because you can make income and not compromise your family. It's a beautiful thing. But you always want to start with that foundation of your purpose and your power and your passions and your pains. That is the foundation you want to start from. And then you want to really look at those different types of online business and try to figure out which one resonates with you the most. And I want to just encourage you as you're making these decisions, nothing has to be set in stone. You can start walking down a path with what you think today. And as you grow and change and 
and action creates clarity, then you are going to then have more clarity if you just start taking action. So don't feel like you have to make all the right decisions and build a business online that is perfect from the beginning. You are giving yourself permission to learn, to grow, to pivot down the road. But you just have to start with something so you can start figuring out what you love and what you don't love, who you serve, who you don't want to serve, how you can help people, what works, what doesn't, and creating systems to do that. And remember that you want to create a business that already has some kind of a track record out there. Do not think that those are competitors and because there's competitors, then you're picking the wrong thing. If there are competitors, that's actually good. And having competitors gives you lots of material to look for research because you can see what's working for them and you can kind of jump off of that. We never want to copy exactly, but you can research your competitors. I teach this in something called social listening and social networking. And those are on my YouTube under Rebecca Kesselberg. Having competitors is great because you can really use what the work that they've done and you can leverage from that. And then once you've kind of picked a business that you think is viable, then you need to think about who your ideal client would be, the problems that you can solve for them, get that ideal customer worksheet, and you can fill that out so that can help you out. And then you want to then start creating doors for people to walk in and find you. You start talking about it. You start talking about it online. You start using those different sources like Pinterest, like YouTube, like all the different social platforms. You don't have to do them all at once, but you just have to learn and think about what doors and what platforms work best for me to create those doors for people to find me. So get your ideal client worksheet so that you can work on that. I think that what I'm going to have to do is make sure that you have a template for the discovering your purpose and your foundation. I think you're really going to need that. So I'm going to take some time and, and put that together for you. So look for that. Look for your ideal client worksheet. And then I just want to make sure you are aware that I do have the Social Profits Lab and I am helping aspiring entrepreneurs to arise, shine, and prosper online. And I give you a step-by-step everything that you need to create your brand identity, to build your influence, and increase your income in that course. And I have had, I just had some people go through it and I've just got raving reviews. They love it. It was simple and easy and it has helped them to save so much time in building their business. So I want you to just notice the link there for that too. You can check it out and it tells more about what you can get out of that course and what I am offering through it. And I am so happy that you have taken the time to listen. I hope that this has brought you some excitement and joy and thinking about what you can create so that you can serve the world like only you can. So thank you so much for listening. Shine bright and make a difference. And I'll see you back here with more great information to help you as an aspiring entrepreneur to find your success. Thank you so much.